1: The Angelic Jones of Ole Miss Evie joins us Friday. I'm assuming with her travel schedule, she doesn't get much sleep anyways. But with the rumors that may or may not be true, probably no sleep at all. Evie, how you doing?
5: <laughs> Good morning. Uh, well, yeah, it's been uh, been a crazy couple of days around here. For sure,
1: what do you think's going on? Do you think Lane is a flight risk?
5: Um, I think Lane has wanted that job for a long time, and I, you know, and I, and I don't know anything for sure. I mean, I'm like sure. everybody else. I'm checking the Vegas odds, you know, to see what the <laughs> latest update is. Yeah. Um, which I, I think Kalen DeBoer is at plus one hundred on Bet Online right now uh, in first. But I, you know, I don't know. I mean that that is the one job that would make me worry. I didn't worry about Auburn. Didn't worry, you know, about some of these other ones we we've all talked about. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Coach Pete. You know, I think that 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 is a legitimate concern for every Ole Miss fan at the moment.
1: The thing about Lane also, Evie, is he was there so. He's not intimidated by what that job might entail.
5: Right. And, you know, it's funny to me because you hear, you know, you hear Greg McElroy, you hear all these folks, you know, with, with knowledge saying, oh, no, you know, there's no way. They wouldn't consider Lane. And, man, you know, I hope that's the case. But how silly is that? I mean, with what he's done and as Coach Pete said, you know, he's matured. He's different from when he was there before. Um, I mean, I don't want to make a sales pitch for Lane to Bama. But, <laughs> um, but really and truly, I mean, as they get farther down their list of folks, um, you know, with Lanning saying no and apparently Sark saying no. I mean, Jimmy Sexton's got all sorts of leverage for extensions <laughs> for his guys right now, I believe. Uh, but sure, as they get farther down the list, it kind of makes me a little a little cautious.
1: I'm not sure where we're at in the moment, but the DeBoer talk, and this is Jonathan in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, said, Bill, I sent you an email. Now, Evie, this email was... Somebody talking about knowing Lane and feeling like he would take the Alabama job. I'm sure you've probably seen this same thing. But mm-hmm. he says he just talked to an Alabama booster who says DeBoer is already a done deal. And then he says, who the heck knows?
5: Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I think DeBoer, from what I've heard, he's supposed to be on a, a in-studio on a Seattle radio show at 10 o'clock our time. <laughs> So, you know, I'll keep an eye out and see if uh, see if that's canceled. Um, if he shows up for that, he may have signed a, a, a new deal. I don't know. But uh, definitely, you know, that's what's happening. You're keeping an eye out now on literally if a guy is showing up for a radio show in Seattle.
1: Allen in Tampa says, ask old Miss Evie if she can have one of her raccoons bite baby Kiff and quarantine him <laughs> until Bama gets a coach.
5: Man, that would be nice. I mean, I tell you what, didn't uh, didn't burn say seventy-two hours, which I think would be what tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. So uh, come on, Ad Burn, let's let's get this show on the road.
1: Mike the Mad Dog, noon in Georgia. Ask Evie if Ole Miss is prepared to get into a bidding war if need be for Kiffin. He's already making nine. But.
5: Yeah, I I think he's yeah he may even be making a little bit more than that at this right. point nine and a half maybe but I you know I don't think for Lane you know like a lot of coaches I I don't think that that would even be a money issue I'm not even sure for that job if I don't even know if there's a number you could say I mean sure I think Ole Miss would love to retain him no matter what especially coming off. Eleven wins for the first time ever in school history this season, but I just don't know that that Alabama job would be one that I mean, heck, he might take a pay cut. You know, I don't know because I think that's a pretty special place to Lane.
1: Lane's in a spot, Evie, where he's gonna get the money. Doesn't matter where. Right. Right. I don't think I don't think you can pile it up and and seduce him anymore.
5: I don't think so either. And, you know, you're right. He has, he has been at Bama. He does, you know, know how things work there. I will say, I do believe there are a lot of appealing reasons to stay in Oxford. Um, I, I you know, plus he's got an incredible class. Coming in, you know, of course, things get interesting with all these, like Coach Pete said, now you're, you know, you're, you're having to recruit your own players to stay, you know, at Bama, they need to get somebody in place so they can keep those kids who were there to play for Nick Saban. Um, but I think, you know, there are a lot of reasons. I mean, I don't want Ole Miss fans to panic because I don't, I don't think he's leaving. I don't, I don't think he's going to Alabama, but you know, there are, there are also a lot of really good reasons to stay and coach in Oxford. And like we've said before, you lose two games in a season in Oxford and you've probably got a statue built of yourself at some point and you lose two in Tuscaloosa and you might be run out of town.
1: Sam Dog Middle Georgia said, I think we got cut off the other day when I asked about what Evie's New Year's resolution would be and he said, Would that be to keep baby Kiff or have you changed it?
5: Um, you know, that's moved to the top of my resolution. <laughs> you know. I, I I can't even imagine I was telling this to another media friend of mine. I can't even imagine going back to covering uh old Miss, you know, in a in a post kiffin era. I mean, he just makes things so entertaining and You just open up Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, and uh, you just never know what you're going to get. So, yeah, that'd be at the top of my list.
1: You know how you hear every turn of the calendar we get to January and everybody's talking about dry January? Dry January, right? I'm laying off. That just completely ruined every Ole Miss fan. That's gone now.
5: Oh, yeah. No, there—that that is not a thing right now. <laughs> In January is very much the opposite of that right it now. It is so, soaking when, wet
1: January is what it is.
5: Yes, yes. Um, I mean, and, you know, you've talked to Kevin Hagan, our friend Kevin Hagan, I've talked to Kevin, and I just, you know, I still think there's, something there I don't really think that Lane is uh A.D. Burns favorite you know now again who who knows uh you know how things are right now but you know I know Ole Miss fans are really pulling for Kayla DeBoer, or Mike Norvell to get that job
1: well and He is a hot shot commodity, what he's done at Washington. And Washington's a good brand, but still, he has taken that in two years' time to a national championship matchup. He's a brilliant offensive mind. What he was able to do with Michael Penix at Indiana and Washington. I just wonder, and this is unknown, With the gravity of that Alabama job, and you got to go in immediately and take what might be the sexiest roster other than Georgia on the planet, and try and keep all those guys. Ooh, that's quite a task.
5: It really is, and I know. um, You know, one thing that's interesting to me with DeBoer, you know, kind of like I talked last year about Lane. I didn't think he'd leave for Auburn. He had his eldest daughter who was a senior in high school and who was um, going to Ole Miss. She's a freshman there right now. You know, uh, with Coach DeBoer, his daughter is a softball player and has committed to the Huskies play softball so you know you never know how some of these things play in but um that's, that's something that might give him pause to think although i'm you know perhaps alabama could find room for <laughs> on their softball team uh as well but yeah just a lot of moving parts here not the least of which you know all involve jimmy sexton somehow
1: jimmy doesn't have to worry about a client getting fired or anything because he makes money in and out. It doesn't matter.
5: Right, right, and you know I'm sure you saw the video of him rolling in yesterday. Literally, <laughs> literally, just, yes, literally rolling in, <laughs> and um, so yeah, he he doesn't he he's, he's uh, sitting pretty, isn't he, Jimmy?
1: How can I say this nicely? doesn't look like he's skipping many meals it just doesn't need to right
5: no no he he didn't he like like you say he literally kind of did roll in there yesterday and uh but you know what i mean he's he's i guess you could say he's living large
1: oh no jimmy is jimmy jimmy owns that that planet that he has he owns he owns it when it comes to coaches the college coaches and everything else and he was up in Tennessee when I was there. I didn't know him. He was a helper of some sort on the football team, a manager or something. And Oh, his-
5: wow. I didn't
1: know that. Oh, yeah. He wasn't even – I don't even know if he's planning on getting in the business. Reggie White had just finished up the best defensive lineman ever, mm-hmm. right? And he was going to the Memphis USFL team and asked him, would you help me with my contract? I don't know what I'm doing. Just out of wow. nowhere. That's how he got going.
5: Wow. I did not yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Right place, right time.
1: Just, what if he hadn't been there that day? I mean, I don't even know.
5: <laughs> the landscape of college football uh, coaching might look completely different.
1: Jimmy's selling insurance in Memphis, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Can't even imagine. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But I, you know, I'm I'm really hoping we hear something yeah, uh, uh, here by by tomorrow afternoon at the latest. And I know my Bama fans are starting to get a little. You know, a little itchy there. Waiting maybe, as well.
1: maybe 20 seconds. Lane's not saying anything, though, social media-wise. That's got everybody a little creeped out.
5: No, he's, I mean, he's, you know, tweeting some pictures. He tweeted a picture of the Oxford airport last night. Uh, right. So folks were glad to see him home. But, no, he's not tweeting anything. Um, I mean, he's just tweeting his normal, normal way things.
1: The Rebel Walk, oh Miss Evie. We'll see you next week. Thank you.
5: Thanks, Bill.
6: Good morning, trying to clear up an accident over here on 24 Westbound. It's going to be just past Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow through here now again on 24 as you come up through the Antioch area going westbound. Uh, trying to get past that crash there in Harding Place. Uh, wrong place, wrong time because there's so much traffic arriving in this area coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. 840's got a little bit of traffic volume. It appears here uh, in the Paytonsville area going westbound on 840 as it continues to build through the Mount. Juliet area, 40 west, leaving Wilson County, headed towards Nashville. Princess Hot Chicken Hiring at all four locations order online today. Princess Hot Chicken dot com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. And now,
2: the fine folks at Nick's Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message, courtesy of Nick's Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nick's Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587, 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nick's Construction and Remodeling. They do it all.
7: To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot slash J-O-Y. And now
3: for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is... The number you just thought of. The second number is... The number you would have picked. The third number is... The day of your wedding anniversary and the fourth. Number They're I only lucky it. numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: It's a Bill King show.
4: Do you like tackle football? Bill King does. And you can connect with at BillIsKing on Twitter or 615-844-5600. This is a
1: really good question. Kevin in Mule Town. Hey, Bill, which candidate... That Alabama hires or could hire would create a Greg Schiano meltdown type reaction, social media reaction. Remember, it leaked out when Tennessee was searching for a coach, and this is before they got to prove it, that Schiano was the AD's choice, which was true. Twitter got hold of it, and Vol Nation went nuclear, and Tennessee literally backed off based on the pressure. What would create something similar? Now, I like Dabo Sweeney. Don't take this wrong. I think if former Alabama walk-on literally rags-to-riches story— Dabo Sweeney, two national championships at Clemson. That would create a meltdown. It might not be like Shiano on that level, but it would create a meltdown. Baby Kiff would not create a meltdown, and DeBoer would not create a meltdown either. Now, if they got desperate, which they're not going to do and name one of the assistants or something, that, that would probably be if if they got down to an assistant coach, it would have to be – they would have to have been rejected more times than you could possibly imagine. And not that an assistant might not be able to go in there and take on the enormity of that job and do something with it. I wouldn't want to hand that to an assistant, though. That's, that's not – you haven't learned how to swim and they push you in the swimming pool, 10-foot area – that's they throw you in the middle of the ocean. And you can see the sharks. You don't speculate on the sharks here. You see them swimming, circling. And you can't swim on top of that. Not that that would matter, right? That's what that would be. I would think Dabbo Sweeney, but not, not on that level. Georgia Dog... Bill, the minute Nick retired, every coach thought to be a candidate for the job was locked into an office by the school's AD. The Saban effect got a lot of coaches a raise. Well, let's think about this. Let, let's begin with Sark. Sark at Texas. Texas has as much when it comes to resources as you can have. Now, maybe Sark does get a raise based on the season they had, but Sark's going to be swimming in money no matter what. But, but let's, let's go out to Oregon and Dan Lanning. Now, Dan Lanning is just a couple of years in and has done a wonderful job there. But he's sitting there with Nike money. Money money is not an issue. Now, he probably gets a raise based on good deeds. Winning. Having Oregon as a threat. Now going to the Big Ten and that Big Ten money. But he's sitting there with Nike, right? He's sitting there with Phil Knight's backing. Phil Knight has an unlimited checkbook. Or, or Phil Knight can Venmo you <laughs> any amount of money, right? But, yeah, I mean, I, I think it made people – might make people nervous. Josh up in Picktown, Ohio, Pickerington. Bill, if Alabama hired Mike Shula, the fan base would lose their minds. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even – I didn't even think about that one. But my, Mike, Shula, let me put it this way. I have a better chance of getting a call from Alabama about that job than Mike Shula does. And I'm not leaving Wilco. That, that's the odds of Mike Shula getting that job. Brock Westfall checking in this morning. Good morning, Rock. Bill, Tommy Reza would be the Shiano equivalent. On that level, though, that level of a meltdown, because he would be the reasoning, at least from the Pollyanna crowd, and every every fan base has a group, certain size of just people who are the ultimate Pollyanna folks, right, when it comes to their program. And that's – I don't know if that's a big portion. But the Pollyanna spin on this would be, yeah, but Tommy's from a football family. He's been at Notre Dame. He understands the pressure. He's been at Alabama. He's seen all the pressure there. He's got all that talent. He can probably do it. There would be a certain amount of people who would feel that way. I don't know. I don't know. Now, now, what would everybody say if he got the job? And, again, folks, that's not going to happen. But, but if, for some reason, he got the gig, it would be, ah, this Tommy Reese, and he'd be that last play of the Michigan game. Sending Milrow into the teeth of a defense that had 250 defenders waiting on him. Not 11 Bill, 250 defenders waiting on him, and he's supposed to beat them to the end zone right up the gut like he's Mike Allstad, Bill. What kind of freaking call was that? That wasn't the worst call. The worst call was in the South Carolina bowl game. That was way worse than that call. Didn't mean anything compared to that call. I get you on that one. I've seen a worse call than that. Frankly, folks... Let me repeat something. He got the right call in this aspect. He had the guy that you need to have his hands on the ball with his hands on the ball. He got that right. Think players, not plays. What happened was, Bad Snap had to look down He's got defenders already breathing on him. He can feel their breath, and there was – his best bet would have been to try and athletically get to the edge. I don't know if he could have gotten there or not. That's debatable. Some say you look at the film, it would have been open. He's a good enough athlete to make a play. We know that. But that thing just got, as we would say here in the South, that thing got blowed up. Yeah, got blowed up. Yeah, but Tommy Reese, that would – I get it. No, I get it. But but now Coach Pete thinks that Brian Kelly might be reaching out to him to replace Mike Dembrock, who is back at Notre Dame. Yeah, back at Notre Dame. Jonathan – down in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Bill, this would be Bama's best setup at this point. DeBoer brings grub, retains T-Rob, elite group of recruiting assistant coaches, Saban overseeing everything and advising. I think that group would dominate. Nick's going to have or has another office there, right? Or he's got one assigned or whatever the story is. You'd want to keep him involved, absolutely. I'm just wondering, players at Alabama currently or players who have Signed there during the 72-hour window we had there in December. Or players committed there. What are they thinking? Now, Ryan Williams is decommitted. There's rumors about Amari Jefferson out of Chattanooga, Baylor. Coach Pete said that he was told by a coach last night that Jefferson had decommitted or was. I, I, don't, I And, again, I love Coach Pete. I trust Coach Pete. I, I have not heard anything Yay or nay there. But other than Georgia, there's not a sexier roster on the planet that you would want to go in and just pluck. Boom, 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 if you could. Yeah, the new guy at Alabama is going to have to endure a stretch of time where he's not sleeping, which is not unusual when you get a new gig, right? But this isn't just a new gig. This is the Alabama job. This is the prime college sports gig, period. Any sport, anywhere. This is it. This has more brand recognition, more history, more muscle. Currently, this is a team and a roster in very good shape for next season. Whether it's the ones that are there, whether it's the ones coming in. Very good shape. Very well put together. The job that Nick Saban did in season, fixing, is one of the best jobs I've seen. We could argue, including all those national championships, this last year was his best coaching year. You could argue that. And that, considering where that team was early, and that day in Tampa against USF, which was a very weird day, to good enough to win a national championship, was a remarkable job. Now, he had players to do it with. Yeah, he had players to do it with, but absolutely amazing, to say the least. Brad Powers coming up in hour three. Oh, I got an update. Now, Jim and Jupiter got in some Twitter trouble yesterday. We were talking, and Craig in North Augusta said, Hey, Bill, sad day someday when you retire or something like that. And I said, My plan is to just keep going, and ultimately the best way to go out is on air just keel over. Someday, And we're having fun with it. That's all we're doing. We're having fun, even though that would be a pretty cool way to go. And so Jim and Jupiter said, Bill, you can't retire. We want you to die on air. And he was, he was having fun with it. He wasn't saying any. Well, Twitter saw that, not knowing the context, and he got flagged, and they shut him down. Well, he couldn't post. He could he could see content, but he couldn't post. And then he got another note that said maybe it's a week or two. At first, it was 12 hours. He's back now, though. Yeah, he's back now. Maybe maybe they figured out the context of it or something. Yeah, he's back. Says Bill, Jim and Jupiter, the game passed Dabo because he won't adjust. Last I saw, he has bought in or brought in zero players from the portal this year. He'd better adjust, Bill. Is it with Dabo now that he truly believes this business model that he has is still the right way to go about things, or is it with Dabo and Let me repeat, I like Dabo. I'm not part of the anti-Dabo establishment. But is it to the point now with Dabo where it's just pure stubbornness? I told you how we're going to do it. This is the way I do it, and this is the way we will continue to do it, despite your suggestions. It does make me wonder. Clemson would be a heck of a destination for somebody in the transfer portal. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand that either. I don't. I don't. Ags and Strohs on the Texas Gulf Coast. Bill, apparently Lanning has a separate deal with Nike that gives him stock in Nike as he completes more years at Oregon. He gets more stock. Ags found this out when we kicked the wheels in our search. It makes the buyout way more than just the one with the school. Well, the number with the school was $20 million, but you're saying there's stock as well. Well, I'd take, you know, if Phil Knight wants to throw me some Nike stock, I'll, I'll sit there on it. I've never I don't think I've ever bought Nike stock, but if it wants to be handing it out, I'd be taking it. Alright, we'll take a break here. Brad at the top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel.
6: Trying to improve from our earlier crash on 24 westbound just past Harding Place. It's pretty heavy with a lot of volume right now. Coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro towards Nashville on 24 out through the Hickory Hollow area. It's busy through Hermitage. It's gotten busier, rather, on 40 west there as you come past uh, Central Pike. All the traffic coming in from the Mount Juliet area, 65 south, a little bit slow there at Trinity Lane. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online, tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
4: When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What have I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling.
5: Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, Fifth and Broad downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken
0: it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane.
4: You look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history, okay? Uh and we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that.
0: The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR.
4: knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King.
1: David Walker, former Aggie quarterback, says, Bill... You want to know the importance of the Crimson Tide's next hire? Alabama won only one national championship in the 30 years between Bear and his last one, which was 79, and Nick's first one, which was 09, and that was 92, Gene Stallings. And they made some... Catastrophic hires like Mike Price, the infamous ten million dollar lab dance. Thank God we didn't have social media then. (laughs) Wow. Actually it'd have been funny. Mike Shula. The flop from op Bill Curry. Ray Perkins. Actually, Coach Fran did a good job there. He was only there briefly. What was Coach Fran there for? Guys, correct me, and he left for a ironically. Was he there two years? And the whole Albert Means mess debacle was going on, and he felt like he was misled and left. That actually wasn't a bad hire. Now, I – Let's go back. I actually thought that was a good high for A and and it didn't turn out that way. I really did. I thought he's going to go in there and do well. Kevin in Mule Town. Bill. I keep hearing about how this might have been Saban's greatest coaching season. He was preseason number four, finished number five. He has more talent than anybody. Roster is lined with Johnny four and five stars this season and its issues early was his fault well it was mainly trying to get their hands on the quarterback situation the defense was i think better from the get go and remained better this year and they had two they had two big problems in particular, quarterback, who are we settling on, and then what are we going to fashion ourselves as if it's Milrow and then lack of playmakers at receiver. This Alabama team did not have scary playmakers on it. No, they had guys that make plays, and they, again, they were good enough to win a national championship, as it turns out. But by their standards, they're not trotting out there with dudes lined up wide and everybody shivering in fear. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Clyde up in Detroit. We haven't heard from Clyde since before the national championship for his Michigan team says, hey, Billy, Millionaire Mel just lost his appeal with Sparty, so he is available for Alabama. Remember, he coached under Saban. He said, and if you're at the Omni, go to bar lines and find out what a tomato pie is, please. Yeah, he asked about that earlier. So I've been keeping up with Millionaire Mel. Is that right? I- <laughs> well, He's only a limited millionaire because he never got to tap. How many million of that hundred million is he not getting? 80? Did he get 20 out of that? I I can't remember. So he is a millionaire. Yeah, he is a millionaire. But... let me put it this way. He, he, I don't know if he's an eight-figure millionaire. He may just be a little petty seven-figure millionaire, if you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's what he is right now. Topwater assassin. Bill Dabo doesn't want to bring a cancer into his locker room. He's going to be fine. He signed the number one player in six states, Bill. I looked it up. It was a long time ago. For Dabo Sweeney's two national championships, if you take the four classes prior, or three or four, leading up to, what, 16 and 18, the average recruiting ranking was about, 12 or 13, I think, 12, 13, 14. Now, there were – I went in there. There was one year where they were ranked seventh or eighth. But at no time that I can think of was Clemson ranked in the top five in recruiting any of those years leading up to 16 and 18. Now, it helps to have a generational talent like a Deshaun Watson – or a pretty boy at quarterback. That carries a lot of muscle. That carries a lot. A lot of heavy lifting with dudes like that. But if you go back and look, at no point do they sign a class like Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State do. They do not. Now, again, that's not a rant against recruiting rankings. I think they're important. I think rankings matter, stars matter, but it's not 100% the end game. It's also how you develop that group, day-to-day operations, style. Is your playmaker a generational Deshaun Watson pretty boy? That's a big thing. That's a big item. Brad coming up. Top of hour three. We're at the Omni. Right here, yeah. Omni Nashville Hotel.
6: Good morning. Traffic's still a little bit heavy. Trying to get past the airport right now over here in Donaldson coming in from Hermitage on 40 going westbound and from Wilson County. Hadn't been too bad this morning through the Mount Juliet area. A little bit uh, slow now on 65 south at Trinity Lane as that traffic continues to build down from the north coming up through Brentwood, Franklin. 65 going northbound through Williamson County. It's been in pretty good shape. Princess Hot Chicken hiring in all four locations. Order online this weekend. princesshotchicken.com I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
2: And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who
3: care. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean Nose.
8: Healthy life. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February leading to the OVC Championship, part 6 to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
4: The Bill King Show, broadcasting live on Sports Radio 93.1 WXKO, ESPN, Middle Georgia. Call or text the show now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show.
1: Yeah, Adam was just pointing this out. Patriots hired former Vol All-American linebacker Gerard Mayo. Now, he was the inside linebacker's coach for Belichick and has been elevated to the head coach. How about that? He was a very good player. He was an All-American at Tennessee, a very stout player. He was one of those 6'1", 250, 260 inside linebackers who's athletic. So he was athletic, but he was also a thumper. It's hard to get both of those. He was one of those. They got him out of uh, Hampton, Virginia, a loaded area for players. They got him deep in Virginia, and he was everything they hoped he would be. Ags and straws on the Texas Gulf Coast. Bill, has Rick Barnes removed his name from consideration for the Bama football search yet? Gig'em, Bill. Remember, he said a couple of years ago he would have taken the UCLA job if they would have paid the buyout, which he has plenty of money to do. Somebody earlier on the timeline, and I've lost it here, asked, is Urban Meyer out of the question for the Alabama job? Yeah, I don't think There's nothing happening there. That would be funny. I would love it just for the show. We could have some fun with that. But, no. Again, me and you, meaning you folks in the audience, have as good a shot as Urban Meyer does of being the Alabama head football coach. Could he handle it? Oh, Urban Meyer can handle that environment. Would he wig out after a few years? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Jim and Jupiter. Billy, Bama had a lot more Mike Shulas than Saban's. My football watching career. Says David is right about that. Oh, they, they, you could say Bama blew every hire but Stallings, and again, Coach Fran did a good job. I don't know how that would have years and years if he would have stayed, but he was doing a good job there. The rest of his career wasn't good after that. Can't argue that part, but we, we've done the math on this. If you take the Bama coaches' Perkins, Curry, Stallings, the flop from Op. Was it Coach Fran next? Coach Fran, Mike Price, Mike Shula. That's seven hires in between the Bear and Nicky. I would say they went two and five there. Kevin actually is a uh, fan of, of uh, Perkins. Kevin is. I'm not. But I would say they went two and five. That's Alabama now. They could have had Bobby Bowden after Perkins and uh, said, nope, brought him in for an interview. I had Bobby on the show telling me this story, and we lost it. We lost the clip years ago. I'd love to have that clip back today. Oh, my God. Talking about how he and Terry met because Terry was interviewing for the Sanford job and how they got a hotel room together and they had a bunch of balloons in there and celebratory stuff because he was going to get the Sanford job and Bobby was going to get the Alabama job. And uh, they both left to go to their interviews. Terry came back happy he's going to get the job. Bobby could tell by sitting in front of that committee that they didn't want him. And headed back to Tallahassee. They wanted Bill Curry. So not only did they go two for five, but made some absolute bonehead moves like that one right there. I mean, wow. On what planet would you take Bill Curry over Bobby Bowden? There isn't a planet. There isn't one. Brad's coming up. And Jeff Tu asked the question yesterday, which is a good one. Now that Alabama is Nick Sabinless, does that adjust Brad's power rating for them? I know he's going to say, well, we've got to figure out and know who the new coach is. But how much does that adjust his power rankings as he computes Alabama for next year? not knowing who new dude is. I think it's either DeBoer or Baby Kiff, and probably in that order. Again, a lot of talk that, that Greg Byrne wouldn't want Baby Kiff. Maybe, maybe so. But that's what it sounds like, at least at the moment. Fluid, fluid. Last time – Think about this, guys. Last time we had a situation like this, it was a Friday. I'm in New York City doing the show. It's early December, and Rich Rod, for a couple of hours, it's reported, has taken the Alabama job. I remember exactly where I was sitting. I was about 40 floors up on the avenues of America there in New York City. Sirius XM, and that day was crazy. I believe it was December of 06, I think. I think so. Brad, when we come back, Brad Powers.